Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Shatty Sanity. No, we do not have Linsanity this week because the schmuck himself could not make it. But the show goes on just as the show goes on when I'm not here. So we'll, I will continue his legacy with my own namesake show once again. And I am joined by a couple of guests that I am very happy to introduce. The first one, we had to have him on because this is a very exciting time in NFL football. It's very exciting. We have a small market that has made the Super Bowl. So ladies and gentlemen, I give to you the small market king, Devin Voss. Devin, how are you? Fantastic, man. You know, as, as I said in our group chat, you know, this has just been a great year. I mean, you got the Bucks <laughs> winning the championship. You got Cincinnati going to, going to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's a shame that the tickets are like out of price for, you know, any Outrageous. realistic fan out there. But regardless. Hey, man, Pacers tickets were a dollar last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, there you go. There you go, Voss. That's, that's about as small market as it is. <laughs> Cincinnati fans, make the, make the two-hour trip out just to go watch the Pacers if you want. <laughs> oh, brother. Well, the Voss, I appreciate you coming on. And, of course, we have our uh, Circle Cinema host, Circle City Cinema host um, that I have been on. And, uh, Zach, welcome back to the show. Zach. I'm already going to foreshadow it. Do it. I'm going to go ahead and do it. I was going to do it if you weren't going to do it. Today's today's release of Boba Uh, Fett, the book of uh, Boba Fett. If you are a Star Wars fan, you need to watch this immediately. If you have watched the Clone Wars series, if you've watched the Bad Batch series, you need to watch this episode. Yeah. I mean, this was the best. I mean, we thought last week's episode was the best. No, oh my lord, no, we were mistaken. To this week's episode was the best. We spent a solid twenty minutes <laughs> in the Zoom before this pod. Poor Voss. Record. Poor Voss. Yeah, we don't even know he's in the Zoom. We're just Poor going Voss. on and on. Poor Voss hasn't seen it yet. Uh, just listening to us talk about <laughs> every detail of the plot. But no, it was a great episode. Um, it was. And some great, some great title games to talk about. Um, Absolutely. That, that's what we're here for tonight. That's what we're here for tonight. Uh, but before we get into it, um, don't hesitate to rate and subscribe to our channel. Um, go check out other content that's on, on the channel as well. Uh, we do love those five-star rating, ratings. We do love feedback. So give that to us, if you will. But anyway, uh, before we can even get to the title games, guys, we have to talk about um, the biggest breaking news uh, in the NFL right now. That is not the Super Bowl. It's the lawsuit that's been brought forth by former Dolphins head coach, former Patriots D.C., Brian Flores, filed a a class action lawsuit on Tuesday against the NFL and all 32 teams alleging racial discrimination in hiring processes across the league. Okay, you might ask, what proof does he have of this? Well, we have a couple things. Uh, One, we have Brian Flores' testimony, uh, but Brian Flores has also received text messages from Bill Belichick, uh, who who, uh, congratulated him on getting the Giants job. To which Mr. Flores responded with, uh, do you have the wrong Brian by any chance? To which Bill Belichick admittedly said, yes, I messed this one up. He did not use those words, but he did say that. Uh, He meant to text Brian Dable, who uh, was apparently offered and accepted the Giants job uh, before Brian Flores was able to complete his interview, his second interview. Uh, So we have that. Brian Flores also alleges uh, that John Elway and other Bronco executives showed up to a to his interview an hour late, clearly disheveled. It appeared that they had been out drinking the night before, according to Mr. Flores. Damning, damning for the Broncos organization who was just put up for sale today as well. Yeah, not a good look. Um, The other thing that Mr. Flores alleges in his lawsuit is that Stephen Ross, the owner of the the Dolphins, offered him $100,000 in addition to vacations and plane tickets uh, for every game that he lost in 2019 in order for them to gain a good draft pick, which 
if we look at that, if we look at the Dolphins' uh, recent records, um, it was clear and obvious. It was clear and obvious. Um, and then they started winning games all of a sudden. Guys, not a good look for the NFL. Um, a lot of people said the NFL, they were not prepared for a lawsuit like this. And I believe that. I believe that. Um, I also believe that that Roger Goodell knew everything about this. Yes. Um, he knows what goes on in his league, and he decides to sweep it under the rug for, for the fans. We know the NFL is a cash cow. We know Flores has an uphill battle. He will be blackballed from, from the NFL. I know he's interviewed for the Saints and, and the Texans jobs in the past week. He has alerted those teams that he was going to come up with this lawsuit, so I'm curious to see how that plays out. Um, but he made a massive, massive risk putting this lawsuit out. So I'm going to start with Devin Voss. Voss, what do you think about this lawsuit? How do you view this? And what implications do you think this has moving forward for the NFL? <laughs> uh, lofty ones. Uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick's situation aside, like this one is the one thing that's that's damning. I mean, you know, obviously we all got to see what, you know, what had happened to Colin, but this time there's just like, there's like hard evidence of, you know, this stuff happening. Um, you got uh, detailed accounts from multiple people. Um, and, and really as Flores said himself, you know, it just proves the Rooney rule was just a sham in the first place. I mean, I, I, you know, they created the rule. I think they had the right intentions in mind. I don't really blame them for creating the rule because obviously uh, there does need to be more diversity in the coaching uh, world. But at the same time, of course, organizations found a loophole through it. Basically just, you know, pulled, pulled this stuff. Uh, and we like, you know, like Flores has said himself, we all knew this was happening, but now we get a final confirmation that it actually is. Um, and, and just, you know, I, I don't know how the NFL is going to walk away from this. There's obviously no sweeping this under the rug anymore. Um, like, uh, I, this is one that I can see Flores definitely winning. I think this could be a major, major move uh, in the right direction uh, for, you know, a diversity standpoint in the NFL. Um, and uh, I just hope that it really all turns out well. And I, I, I truly think it, it, it will because it's just, there's just so much overmounting evidence. And I'm just, uh, you know, it sucks that it happened to Brian like this. And, you know, who knows however many, uh, more, you know, African-American or uh, any, any cultural head coach, just who knows how many have, you know, went through the same process. Uh, it, it sucks that it happens. And, uh, but at, at the same turn, I'm glad that, you know, Brian was able to gather evidence and, you know, able to, to even put forth this lawsuit because, you know, he really has a chance to make a difference here. I agree. I agree. Now, uh, Zach, the NFL has, they released a statement fairly quickly. The NFL PR team was very strong in this one, um, saying the claims are, quote, without merit. Uh, the Broncos have also vehemently denied these allegations against John Owen and the Broncos execs. Um, the Dolphins have also denied these allegations. Um, in addition, uh, we had Hugh Jackson, the former coach of the Browns, obviously fail. We, we know him as a failure as, of a coach. Yeah. Um, well, what, also, why, why do you say that? What do you, well, what the do losing you record, the losing <laughs> record, but also it sounds like, uh, Mr. Haslam may have offered some funds, uh, to tank as well. Um, which they have vehemently denied these allegations. Um, Zach, what do you make of all this? Well, I'm going to play off Devin's take on the Rooney rule. I agree. The Rooney rule was set in place with good intentions. Um, but then you can look at it from the other side, like regardless of whether a coach is black or white, you should just be like, all right, this guy's the best guy. And he, we should, we should hire him because he's the best. Flores guy. is a great coach. Flores I mean, is a top ten coach in the NFL. He's the top yeah. ten coach in the NFL, and it, that goes without saying because this man went ten and six last season with a team that definitely was not a ten and six talent. I mean, he went five and eleven the year before, uh, almost made the playoffs last season with a rookie quarterback, um, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I yes. see what you want about Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's, <laughs> it's, still, it's still Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's wildly inconsistent. But 
the Rooney rule was exposed and it was made a mockery of, I mean, they made a mockery of this rule. Um, like I said, good intentions, but it was made a mockery of, and the tanking was evident. The tanking was evident, especially for his first year with the dolphins. Uh, the dolphins haven't made the playoffs since 2016. When uh, one Adam Gase was the coach. Oh, Lord. Ryan Tannehill still the Q- QB. Ryan Tannehill oh, still the QB. They brought Jake Cutler out of retirement. Oh, that's right. Uh, if you remember that. Uh, they tanked for two attack of Iloa, who... Yeah, good one. Are we even sure? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. He's not the guy. He's not the guy. He's not the guy. Uh, but this whole situation, this is really bad. I have a take... Uh, obviously, I have a different. These are two different categories. I mean, the NFL bungled the Kaepernick situation, and they they still haven't really resolved it. This situation, uh, I think they're going to lose this one. Actually, they can fight it all they want. I think there's plenty of evidence to the contrary. I think they're going to lose this, and I think Brian Flores has a chance still to get a job next season. But I think this is the biggest NFL scandal. Probably since the Michael Vick thing and probably the bounty gate. I know those are two different categories. Like this is yeah. dealing with racism and Brian or Michael Vick was dealing with animal cruelty and all that stuff. But it's still on, on the level of scandal. I think it's on that level. Uh, Stephen Ross, you're about to get fucked. My friend, the, the giants and the dolphins are about to get fucked. <laughs> Uh, Brian's go for or the Broncos go for sale the day after getting exposed. I don't think that's a coincidence. Elway shows up plastered to an interview with Brian Flores. I don't think that's. I mean, <laughs> I don't think doesn't seem too out of character. I mean, I don't know too much about John Elway, but I can definitely see him showing up to a meeting shit faced. Uh, and they ended up hiring Vic Fangio anyway. How did that? How did that go? Yeah, how'd that work out? How'd, how'd that, that work, work out? out? Yeah, Fangio, yeah. who was fired, he got the sack, as Caleb Lynn would say. He got the sack after this last season. So, um, the NFL is going to go on the defensive. We have to expect that. It's just, I don't think they're going to win. I mean, this is pretty damning evidence. I think the Giants and the Dolphins are in a really bad spot. Um. I'm not really upset with Bill Belichick, though. I think it's just an old man who made a mistake and doesn't know how to text. I think that's a, I think yeah. it's as simple as that. I think yeah. it's as simple as that, honestly. Yeah, uh, who would have who would have saw the day that we defend Bill Belichick? Not me. <laughs> not me. Bill Belichick, proven cheater, uh, but whatever. I don't think he would text his former assistant, uh, you know, on purpose that he got a job that he didn't actually get. So I think Bill Belichick is in the clear. Um, But this is damning for the NFL. Props to Brian Flores for bringing this up. Takes a lot of guts. I mean, he even said it. I'm putting my coaching career on the line. Not, he didn't say that exactly, but that's what he's doing. Pretty much. Pretty Um, much. Yeah. I still think there's a slim chance he gets a job with the saints or uh, the Texans. And Brian Flores, like I said, is the top 10 coach in the NFL. So I hope he gets a job. He was a good coach of the Dolphins. We all knew. I mean, we all knew it was a, it was bullshit when he got fired from the Dolphins. Yeah, nobody expected that. So uh, I'm I'm with Brian Flores all the way. And I think everybody is. Yeah. Because we all yeah. know the owners. The owners actually run the NFL. Roger Goodell just does the owner's bidding. And he's going to continue to do that. That's why this... You know, that's why this uh, statement, the the exact quote, the last quote of the statement was, we will defend against these claims which are without merit. So it was very, they were very quick to put it out. Um, and because Stephen Ross was directly mentioned in the, in the, uh, in the affidavit. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is, this is uh, it's damning. It's damning for the NFL and I hope they lose. Yeah. So, I mean, here's, here's kind of my thing with it, right? Um, the NFL is at a crossroads. Okay. You have a franchise for sale, um, in which you have zero black owners is zero. None. 
Uh, there have been rumors that the Mannings, uh, Archie, Eli, and Peyton were interested in potentially buying the Broncos before the, the franchise went up for sale. Um, you know, we, we, we see the Mannings as football royalty. Uh, we look at them as some of the, the football's the good first guys. family. Right. The, the good guys of the NFL. I, I'd be curious to see how this pans out. Um, but I, I, I kind of want to tie this. I, I want to tie this in as well. So um, the Minnesota Vikings uh, just recently hired a black GM um, and they are on the hunt for a new head coach as well. Um, they interviewed several candidates. Um, guys, from the reports that we got the past couple of days, it sounds like Jim Harbaugh was going. Sound like Jim Harbaugh was going like to be the guy there. Deal. Yeah. Um, and now we, we got even just, I think it was about an hour, hour and a half ago, we get, we get a, a breaking news thing that says Jim Harbaugh is informed Michigan that he's coming back. Uh, he is yep. no longer pursuing NFL head coaching jobs. He will be back at Michigan from chef. Um, right. So now, and then we get a couple additional stories that the Vikings didn't even offer Harbaugh the head coaching gig. I don't buy that. No, not, at I don't all. buy that. I don't buy that whatsoever. Um, I also heard that J.J. McCarthy, a uh, five-star recruit or uh, freshman quarterback last year who got some snaps, who is vital in their in their offense from time to time. Um, Voss, you know, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Um, apparently, he drove to Minnesota um, and helped convince Jim Harbaugh to stay at Michigan. I don't know if I buy that either. Um, that's kind of strange. But apparently the Vikings still settled on a white head coach, uh, the Rams offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell. Um, it is not a done deal. He cannot officially sign until the Super Bowl is over um, because obviously his team is in it. Sorry, spoiler alert. I know we haven't gotten to games yet, uh, but if you don't know by now, you should know. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is all PR. I think if you, if you hire a black coach, you know, that's all optics. The optics still aren't good. If you hire a white coach, it's still bad optics. I, I for the NFL right now, they're, they're, it's all lose, lose. It's all lose, lose situations um, until they can get all this sorted out. Um, I do feel like because this is a class action lawsuit, people are going to join Brian Flores. Uh, you know, the, the saying is always their strength in numbers. And I think this is why this is a class action. Um, I could see Hugh Jackson joining. Uh, I sent you guys a tweet today from a lady who said she has DMs um, <laughs> that can confirm this. I don't know who this, I tried to, you know, look to see who she was. Um, I really couldn't find anything. I don't know if that is, if that's a sham, uh, but uh, time will tell. Time will tell. This is, this is not going to go away in a week. This is going to be a story for a while. Um, I will say Flores did go and get up this morning on ESPN, Mike Greenberg, say what you will about Mike Greenberg. I thought he actually asked good questions this time. Um, more of, you know, Hey, Brian, confirm this for me. What was actually said? Um, I really didn't love Flores on camera. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I didn't think he was that great. He struggled. He, he struggled. struggled badly. His, his lawyers should have done the talking and they did a lot of the talking. Um, so well, it, it's just something to keep an eye on. It's something to keep an eye on. I think changes on the horizon. I think a lot of things are going to get exposed and some of it's going to be shocking and very, very damning for some of these franchises. But anyway, guys, we got, we had some great conference championship games go on this past weekend. Oh. And we talk about them and, and we're going to talk, we're, we're going to go in order. All right. So we're going to talk Bengals chiefs right away. Um, we got another overtime game came right down to the wire. Um, chiefs won the coin toss. I am sure everyone in America thought that game was over. Um, but it yeah. proves it was not. We have the Bengals winning in overtime by the leg of Evan McPherson, who has been 100% perfect in the playoffs rookie kick kicker out of Florida sends the Bengals and Joe Shiesty to the super bowl. Zach, give me your initial thoughts right off the bat. Well, Evan McPherson is the greatest kicker of all time. No, I'm just oh kidding. My I'm, gosh. Kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, this is the greatest moment in Bengals franchise history. I don't think it's close. It's, I mean, they haven't had a lot to cheer for the past 30 years. Uh, they have gone to the Super Bowl twice before. In 1981 and 1988, they lost to the 49ers both times in pretty close games. 
If you go look at the scores of those games, they're pretty close. Uh, the Bengals have only made the playoffs 15 times. 15 times since their first season in 1968. So they've so only they made, made the playoffs. 20% of the time, though. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty um, good. It's pretty good. Um, but still, 15 times since 1968. Uh, uh, <laughs> it matches the largest conference championship comeback in NFL history. Uh, to us truly. To, to us truly. Our Colts, baby. Our yes. Colts came back from the same deficit. The exact same 2006. deficit. 2006. 21 to 3. 2006, baby. 2006, Colts came back to beat the Patriots. Uh, and went on to win the Super Bowl over Ryan Gregory's Bears. Bur- uh, Joe Burrow has put the AFC on notice. He made a couple plays with his legs that were just gutsy. Like they were, like he ran for a first down on like a third and long. That was like, wow. Especially for a guy towards ACL last year. That's, he still moves pretty good. Yeah, he still moves pretty good. He was only sacked once, which is which is a miracle, uh, considering who his <laughs> offensive line is. <laughs> Uh, if Mike Brown fixes the own line next year, my God, like this team could still win the Super Bowl, and they don't have an offensive line. Like that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. If they fix the offensive line, you know, like who knows? If Tyler Boyd is your third option, going to receivers now. If Tyler Boyd is your third option, you are golden. You yeah, are. You're, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. Thank God, Bryce. If Tyler Boyd was on the Colts, he'd probably be our. Uh, well, he might be probably our wide receiver two. one. He could be. He could be. I don't know. Michael Pittman was pretty good this year. He could be. Michael Pittman had a thousand yards. Uh, T. Higgins, hell of a game. Six receptions for 103 yards. Uh, I thought the P. Ryan touchdown really changed the game. Uh, I mean, I thought. So you really, thought that was the turning point in the game? I thought that was the turning point. Uh, I mean, a, a long. I think that was technically a reception, but it was a it long. Was. Yeah. I mean, that was, I thought that really changed the game. The chiefs just quit going to Jarek McKinnon in the second half. They just quit going to him. Like, I didn't think the Bengals could stop him in the first half and they just, no, they, they quit. They quit going to him. Uh, Bryce, I, I kind of have to go at you a little bit here. I have to go at you. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, you were very vocal in our chat. That Patrick Mahomes was the greatest quarterback of all time. I still stand by uh, it. You need, you kind of need to suck it on that. You kind of need to suck it because he was awful in the second half. He was awful. He was awful. He was absolutely awful. Listen, listen. Okay, he so the ball, Bryce. He yes, yes, the he ball. did. Yes, he, he did. He the game. So, so he had this cute little thing that worked in the first half where he would like he would do like a little spin move in the pocket, like he would like double back to where he was. And then, and then Cincinnati adjusted, and they knew he was going to do that in the second half, and they would catch him every time. They would catch him every time. They closed the pocket in a little bit more, and every time he tried to do his little spin thing, they would bring him down. And, and, that, and that's what got him. And then I think that last play, uh, you know, try to get the touchdown. I think that, that was just hero ball, man. That's just hero ball. Too much hero it was, ball. It was. It was not, hero not a ball. fan. Not a fan of that. I just thought the Chiefs took their foot off the gas, and that, uh, quite frankly, I, I don't think they respected the Bengals. I don't think they respected them. They were up twenty-one to three. Um, you know, defending AFC champs, won the Super Bowl the year before. They, I don't think they respected them. And Mahomes was, quite frankly, he was awful in the second half. He was awful. Uh, Andy Reid, I called him the best coach in the league last week on Lynn Sanity. Uh, no, that's that didn't not the age case. Well. That's not, no, it did not. It did not at all. I look like a schmuck. Um, he's still a top five coach, I think, but clock management has always been his downfall. I mean, the Eagles lost the Super Bowl because of it. Um, they lost the Chiefs, lost an AFC championship because of it. I mean, it's his, it's his weakest point. Um, I will say for the Chiefs, this was their fourth straight AFC championship game. I don't think that was talked about enough. Four straight. No, no, and he's done that. And Andy Reid's done that twice with two franchises. With two franchises, which I think is incredible. In different conferences. Here's a question I have for both of you. Okay. Oh. Here's a question I have for both of you. Okay. Mike Brown. Right. Mike Brown, who is the owner? He's basically the Jerry Jones of the Bengals franchise. He is the owner and the general manager. 
This man has taken shit. And rightfully so. He has taken shit for 15 plus years. It's probably 20 plus. How much credit do you give him for this? <laughs> well, I want to I want to hand that off to the small market king. I want to hear what he says. I mean, if if you want to put it in this perspective, right? Though they've never had postseason success, the Bengals have been one of the NFL's most successful teams winning-wise. And to do that in Cincinnati, you know, probably the smallest market in the entire league. But let's be honest here. I think that shows... Yeah, exactly. And, And I think that right there just kind of shows that, you know... That's probably got to be one of the hardest places to win. And they've always managed to somehow do it. Um, and, and so uh, in that aspect, I, I think I give him a lot of credit. I mean, uh, he's, he's been obviously a little bit committal uh, oh, yeah. to a lot of people. Marvin I mean, Lewis. Marvin Lewis Andy probably Dalton. was way too long. Andy Dalton, too long. <laughs> Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, he he was able to put together something uh, that obviously transpired into this. Um, you know, he, he, and you know what? I, I honestly give him a lot of credit for, I mean, him and the front office for sticking with Zach Taylor. Seriously. I mean, yeah, I, I can't I, say I it agree. enough. I agree. I mean, I Zach Taylor took a lot of L's on Linsanity. Took a lot of L's. And, and rightfully so, but, you know, he was a young coach and, you know, here he is. They allowed him to, to kind of grow into the role. They, they didn't, they were one of those teams that didn't just downright give him like these huge expectations going into, you know, they, they expected there to be growth period. They knew that the roster was, you know, having terrible turnover and they let him grow with it. And it turned out to be turned out to be Super Bowl bound. So it turned out to be quite well. So yeah, I mean, I, I honestly give him, I give him a lot of credit. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think some credit has to be had. Um, I mean, here, here's kind of my thing about the game is, um, man, I mean, Joe Burrow, he's incredible, man. He's incredible. The amount of poise and just confidence that that guy leaks is just second to, it's like something I've never seen. Like, like usually you get guys that, you know, they lean into the confidence and stuff and, and then you kind of see him taper off. I don't, I don't get that vibe with, with Joe Burrow. It's hey, look, I'm here to stay. Um, I'm putting, I'm putting y'all on notice. I'm putting the AFC North on notice, which they did. Uh-huh. Um, I'm putting Patrick Mahomes on notice. Uh, and, and Hey, I'm going to go play in LA and he, and I'll tell you what, he's going to go play his butt off. Aaron Donald's going to be in his face all they game. Might win. There's a chance Griffith. We're not doing picks yet. I'm just saying they might we're not win. doing picks yet. We talked about this before the show. I know I, I was seriously impressed by the Bengals. I picked the chiefs to win. You know, I, I like the chiefs. Um, I'm not mad that Cincinnati won. Um, I really wasn't going to be upset if either team won. I, I really I enjoy both these teams. I think they play their butts off. Um, I will say Cincinnati's got more Ohio State guys, so that's probably why they won. Okay. Shout out Von Bell, Eli Apple, Zach Griffith sucked Eli on Eli sucked. Apple. Eli Apple uh, sucked. They- <laughs> he had no impact on the on the outcome of this game. He sucked. Hey, shout out Sam Hubbard, who had two sacks, Ohio okay. State alum, and then Isaiah Prince on that O line, baby. That's right. Eli oh, Apple. And, and of course, Eli the Apple honorary song. Buckeye. The honorary no, Buckeye. No, no. Joe Shiesty no. Burrow, baby. That's no, right. He's Buckeye. a Buckeye. He yes, yes. No, we claim him. It, it, oh. Go read the quotes, Griffith. Go read the quotes. I'll read the quotes. Burrow has said he wouldn't be where he is today if he didn't go to Ohio State for a little bit. So don't give me That's that great. crap. A little bit. A little bit. Don't give me that crap. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I, I got a few things for you guys. I, I want to hear. Yeah, I do. I was. Coming to you, Voss. I want to hear what you got about your Bengals. All right. So this year, I've told Caleb the same thing. I've told a bunch of people the same thing. I've said all season that I thought the Bengals were next year team. Like, I saw what they could do this season. Okay. But I I was convinced they would go to the playoffs. I thought they would win, you know, a game or two, get eliminated, come back next year, go all the way. Right. Well, 
fucking shit that you really proved <laughs> me wrong. Uh, and that's not even really that's that's just straight impressive. I mean, look at look at where we were thinking about the Bengals. Uh, what four weeks before the season ended? Maybe five weeks before the season ended, compared to what we think of them now. I yeah, mean, we thought the Bengals were going to be in last place in the AFC North at the yeah. beginning of the season. Yeah, I did, I be a laughing stock. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I think they were going to be there I by thought, default. I thought well, they were no, be no, I thought stock. the Steelers were going to suck. I, I thought the Steelers were going to suck. I thought they made a mistake drafting Chase, which clearly we all out to we be all said a, that uh, a Joe and he was he. Chase is probably going to be the offensive rookie of the year. It's just fuck. I mean, we were all we were all wrong. We were all wrong about their draft, and we we're all wrong about the Bengals the whole year. Yeah, and here, here's another thing. Um, is this? And we we're all enamored by Patrick Mahomes. Let's be honest. He does some incredible things uh, that yes. Yes. that yes. no he other does. quarterback we've He's ever the been able to in the see. Game. Exactly. But is Joe Burrow? The most polarizing quarterback since Cam Newton. Like Dude. I feel like people either love him or they hate him. But no matter what, he's got like the most like, it, like kind of Bryce described. He's got like the most poise, the most chill persona. Yeah, always says the right things. He's yeah. obviously a good guy. He's confident but not cocky. It's like he's just a lovable guy. But you can also see the other side where people hate him. I mean, I, I don't, him? I don't agree with the haters, but I'm just Who saying people think he's cocky and I'm just well, like, no, he's confident. Me. He Here's, is confident. He has that Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers level of cool. And here's another guy thrown there for a level of cool. Eli Manning. Eli Manning had a coolness to him. Interesting. Even on air, you see that. I agree with you. He had a coolness yeah. to him when he played, uh, I think Patrick Mahomes obviously is better than Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow has like this. It's like an aura. Like it's people like are just an, It's like an aura. It. Yeah, it's like an aura. That's a hell of a seriously. And he's seriously. He may he lifts up the. I mean, he obviously has talent around him, but he lifts it up to like another level. Well, it, let me follow that up. Okay, so I had the I had the utmost privilege to be at the 2019 NFL Combine, um, and that was obviously the year that Joe Burrow went number one. And, and I can't remember any better interview that I listened to that in the entire couple of days I was there than Joe Burrows. Obviously, everyone wanted to be there because, you know, he's going to be the number one pick. He just won a title for LSU for the first time since, you know, Les Miles. Um, even in his interview, dude, he was so cool. Like, I was like, oh, man, like everyone wants to be Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like that's weird. It's so weird to say. It's weird to say, but it's so true. And it's growing like his, his outfits that he wears into the games, you know, the glasses were the thing and then the chain and then him at, then them asking him, Hey, are those real dude? I make too much money for them not to be real. (laughs) Like I like, what a perfect answer. I don't know, man. I Joe Burrow's awesome. I love everything about him. Boss, continue your thoughts. I apologize. No, that's good. I mean, that's that's exciting. I mean, and, and the one thing that kind of people, I mean, it's easy to forget about, but this dude's still a half half rookie. I mean, yeah, you know, he only right. played half of the season last year. Lit lit it up too, mind you. Absolutely. Like he was he was throwing three hundred yard games. Uh, and then you know he comes back this year. Obviously, they go to the Super Bowl, but. Uh, you know, there was no redshirt year for him. I mean, it was a half redshirt year, sure, like Patty, but sure. I but still, I mean, like this dude was was great from the moment he started, and you know, he comes back. Uh, everybody dislikes the fact that you know they pick Chase over Sewell, blah 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 blah, and they go out and show him different, and I, I, it's just something great. But uh, the the last thing I kind of wanted to touch on is is Andy Reid succumbing again. Like he got that one title mm. and now it feels like, I don't know. I don't see. It's like, but he gets, uh, he gets to the championship game. He gets, he gets to the NFC championship game or AFC. Sorry. He gets to the Super Bowl, but they don't win it. I mean, they win it one time, but they don't win it. I don't know. It's just weird to me. You know, I mean, it's who just, else, who else would you want coaching that? No, team no, no. Like? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you know? get rid of Andy Reid. He's one of the greatest coaches of all time. I'm just saying 
like I, I feel like some sort of disappointment creeping back in, like back to the Eagle days, like I, where yeah. he's the guy that he's going to get there. He's going to do it. He's going to, you know, coach one of the most powerful offenses and he should rightfully be revered as the best or one of the top three best coaches in the league. It's just like, at the same time, he's only had one result out of all of it. It's just kind of weird to think about, I guess, is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you go back to his Eagle days, like Bryce said earlier, the Eagles went to like five straight NFC championships. <laughs> yeah, the Super Bowl. I think it was five, yeah. Almost won the Super Bowl, only lost by three. Uh, Chiefs go to four straight AFC championship games, win the Super Bowl. I won't hold last year against them just because the O-line was absolutely decimated. Uh, but this year I will hold against him, Voss, because you were up 21-3. to uh, You should, at home, 21-3 to at home. That's the difference between this game and the 06 AFC Championship game. The Patriots were on the road when they were up 21-3 to on the Colts. Uh, the Chiefs were at home at Arrowhead. I think that I think the the turning point. I know Zach, you had your opinion on the turning point. I feel like the turning point was at the end of the half. You know, instead of going for the three and you try to go for the touchdown, right, and try to bury him. Like I, I get that. Like I, I'm for that. But at the same time, you know, maybe just you know get three, cut your losses, and go into the locker room. You know, with a 21 point lead. Like there's yep. nothing wrong with a 21 point lead. So no, nothing. I, Right. I, I don't, I don't understand that call and, and the play call was awful. I feel like they, they had too much of a bunch formation. Um, and then you just try to end up swinging it out to, to, uh, to Tyree kill and him just try to make a play. Um, if you're going to swing it out on the goal line, at least do it. You got to do it. Yeah. But you also got to do it quicker than that. Like you can't wait. Like that. There was, there was I, a I, delay. Know just, I know he was just trying to make a play. Cause I, obviously Tyree kill wasn't his first read. Totally get that. I would have tried to at least like move outside the pocket, maybe move around, extend that play. You probably get something open like he was at the beginning of the game. Right. I mean, think about the the touchdown to Tyreek. You know, he worked himself outside the pocket, bought himself some time, made an incredible throw. uh, And then he did the same thing to Kelsey uh, as well on that touchdown. He rolled out right again and and made a play. So I, I didn't get that. I mean, but nonetheless, here we are. The Cincinnati Bengals are, way ahead of schedule in terms of, of, you know, where they should be. Did you guys ever think you would say the Bengals would be in the Super Bowl? This team was 0-7 in our lifetime. No. Playoffs. 0-7. No. And, and, you know, this goes out to the OG Bengals. um, Everyone except A.J. Green. You can miss me on A.J. Green. I'll tell you You what. You can miss me on that. I kind of agree, Bryce, because A.J. Green... You, you, uh, I don't you think he's washed your injury. You he's milk, no, he's washed. No, he milked no, his injury. No, he wanted no, out. He forced his way no. out. No, miss me. Miss me on that. No, I don't think he's washed. I agree with that. Forcing his way out was a bad look, especially with uh, Joe Burrow coming in. I mean, AJ Green as your fourth guy on this <laughs> team. Pretty fucking good. I just don't. I don't. It, it's not a good look for AJ Green right now. Uh, forcing his way out of Cincinnati, especially after, uh, you know, a decade pretty much uh, yeah. playing with Andy Dalton and, and Marvin Lewis. So if only you'd stuck around for one more year, AJ, you might be in the Super Bowl right now. <laughs> I guess, I guess. But uh, let's let's move on to the NFC Championship game here between the Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, basically a neutral site game. Uh, if you will, uh, Niners fans found a way to get inside the game. It was uh, absolutely a neutral site. <laughs> yeah, you could hear the chance of beat LA inside there. You could also hear the Rams. Um, before we get in the game, celebrities, man, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Leonardo DiCaprio coming Leo, to a football man. game. Jessica Alba. Leo, Jessica Alba. Yeah, I mean, my goodness. <laughs> People everywhere. Anyway, um, San Francisco. Man, um, had the lead, had the 17 to, to seven lead. Uh, the Rams make a furious comeback, scoring 13 points in the fourth quarter, fourth quarter to, to win the game, 20 to 17. Matthew Stafford finally stepped up in the big moment. He's been asking for big games. Well, this is about as big as it gets. Um, Cooper Cup, um, Zach, only solidified our MVP talk for him. Absolutely did. Only, yeah. only solidified it. Uh, Jimmy G, 
Um, now that now we know basically was playing for his job as they're now seeking trade partners for him, which is a, right a, after. It's, it's just it's so it's so unfair to Jimmy. It's so unfair. It's a joke, but um, it's also very predictable. I get it. Yes, it's very real. He missed, that was he missed some throws during this game um, that could have changed the game. But um, valiant effort by Jimmy G. Jimmy G's last stand in San Francisco. Trey Lance season next year. Voss, I know you're happy about that. Uh, I'm Griffith, so excited. I know, I know you're excited about that too. Um, but Zach, I want to start with you. Um, from the Rams' perspective, man, what did what did you see here? What are you excited about? Um, what did you see during the game? Well, m- let me start with Matt Stafford. Okay, Matt Stafford is the second biggest winner of the weekend behind the Bengals franchise because <laughs> Matt Stafford. <laughs> This man went 74, 90, and one in oh oh research in uh, data from 09 to 20 with the Lions, who have now, since the Bengals are now in the Super Bowl, the Lions have taken the torch as the worst franchise in the NFL. That is uh, fair. He went 0-3 in the playoffs with this team. He lost Calvin Johnson in his prime. <laughs> uh and he had to play for Jim Schwartz and he had to play with and Dominican Sue. So I, I'll give him, I'll give him some, uh, I mean, give this guy some props. He was a top 10 quarterback for the last decade stat wise and just talent wise. He was the best. Um, Jim Irsay had a tweet today saying, I'm giving away some Super Bowl tickets. Uh, and he said to retweet why you wanted to go to the Super Bowl. And I said, I want to see Matt Stafford lift the Lombardi. Because it's fair. Matt Stafford it's fair. was in uh, NFL hell for ten years. <laughs> Dang it, Zach! You already you're already making picks. You did it again. You're making picks. This is a joke, dude. I'm gonna. I'm, we're not gonna have you back just, on, okay? Because you're a joke. <laughs> it's just a miracle. He made the playoffs three times with the Lions. Uh, if you if you guys remember the second time, 2014, they played the Cowboys. They should have won that game. The refs, the refs fucked them out of that game. If you guys remember that game, they picked, picked up a pass interference call. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. I do yeah. remember that now. Yeah. But uh, Matt Stafford, I'm really happy for him. Um, Sean McVay has taken the torch back as the best coach in the league. No, nice. un momento, por favor. Oh, I, I, give me a moment. For anyone that says Sean McVay is a fraud, shut up. No, say the name. Shut say up. the name. Alex, come on here and defend your allegations against Sean McVay. It's a joke. A fraud. A fraud. You're calling. You're, you're saying he had talent. Jared Goff is talent. <laughs> He's the quarterback for the Lions. He's lucky they didn't go 0-17 this year. He's he's lucky. He's very fortunate. If Amon Ross St. Brown wasn't an absolute stud, (laughs) you would be 0-17, period. (laughs) I'm I'm sick of you crapping on on some of the best minds in the NFL. McVay, Shanahan, but we defend Marvin Lewis. An average coach. I'll tell you what Marvin Lewis is doing right now. He is in a, he is a, what, what, what was it? We looked Special it up. Special advisor to Special the head coach. To the head coach <laughs> at Arizona state who is term Edwards, who is actually going through a lot of NCAA violations right now. In fact, Antonio Pierce just stepped down from his position because he knows it's about to hit the fan. Herm Edwards is going to be fired soon. Marvin Lewis is going to be out of a job once again, again, and he's not getting any NFL looks. I can tell you that. Sean no, McVay's been to two Super Bowls. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's been to one Super Bowl. Could have been two. Very easily two. Could have very easily been two. My apologies, so, Zach. Go right No, ahead. no, please, please. I mean, um, Sean McVay and Mike Shanahan, the farthest things. From oh, and he won a game with, with John Wolford as his quarterback. A playoff he a, game. He won a playoff game with John Wolford as his, as Please, his quarterback. Talent. Last Get season. out of John Wolford. Where's he at now? Come on, baby. I know. Don't, probably, don't, probably don't selling shit insurance. on a Demon Deacon like that. I'm shitting on John <laughs> Wolford. But Sean McVay. Oh, farthest things from fraudulent. Probably the two most talented offensive minds in the game right now. If you want fraudulent, just look look no further than Mike Vrabel, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago. John McVay, best coach in the league, as Bryce said, two Super Bowl appearances in four seasons, one of which was with Jared Goff. <sighs> and 
He Jimmy lost. G. He lost perhaps the most talented offensive player in the league, Todd Gurley, for reasons I still don't know for why. Washed, for being washed. <laughs> I still don't know why what happened there. But they they covered Todd up Gurley. his knee injury. That's what they did. Yeah, the knees. They, they yeah. covered it up. Regardless, he lost Todd Gurley and really hasn't faced any setbacks. I mean, they missed, he's only missed the Super Bowl once in his five seasons. Uh, you know, going back to Cooper Cup, should be the MVP of the league. Uh, 11 catches, 142 yards, two touchdowns in the NFC Championship. Uh, Bryce, what did we say about Jimmy Garoppolo last week? We said you have to expect an interception. You have to expect yep. it. And we got it. Yeah, we, got we got it. it. We, we got, got it. it at a damning time for Jimmy. Uh, here's a fun stat. I thought this was really fun. Uh, Eric Weddle led the Rams in tackles this game. He had nine Dude, total tackles. He had a tackle for loss in the backfield. That was just awesome. Eric Weddle just won tackle for, for loss. It was awesome. Man. One of the great safeties of our lifetime uh, got up off his couch the last two weeks and <laughs> said, I got you and said, uh, allow me, sir. And he made, he, he made a uh, nine tackles in the NFC championship and he's going to, he's about to play in his first Super Bowl. So yeah. And uh, one last thing before I toss it to Voss, you can miss me with uh, Kyle Jusic, uh short distance carries. You can miss me, please. Oh, come on. Hughes check is fine. Hughes check is fine. Check, however don't you say his name, that. miss me. Don't, don't do that. You disrespect his name and then miss you disrespect his running, his running ability. Anyways, uh, Voss, you know, take it. Give me your, your takeaways from this game uh, from either side. I'd be curious to hear both if you got it. Well, first of all, I just want to sit here and agree with you guys. Cooper Cup should absolutely be the MVP. Uh, thank you. Thank You're you. Uh, wide receivers consistently get shat on in the MVP race. It's a joke. It's a it's joke. A Not joke. a single one. I don't one believe. Has, Jerry Rice didn't even win the MVP. Yeah, I don't believe wide receivers have won. They have not. I actually looked it up. In fact, we've had some defensive ends that have won MVPs. And not a single wide receiver. It's the been last, quarterbacks and running backs. Yeah, the last non-quarterback was Adrian Peterson in 2012. That was the year he almost broke Dickerson's record for rushing yards. And you yeah. could argue Derrick Henry should have won last year, but missed me on that, please. You could argue it. Yeah, and, and just when you look at the scope, I there was a lot of great quarterbacking play this year, but I just don't. I wasn't like, you know... Like when we're here in the playoffs, yeah, the quarterback play has been like, you know, enamoring Joe Burrow, whatnot. But like just throughout this entire season, I haven't felt like this is a quarterback's, you know, race this year. And it's probably still going to end up going to a quarterback. Like, let's not. Which is a not, joke, Vox. Which is a, a joke. joke. Is it let's a Brady parting gift? Is it going to be a Brady parting gift? Probably. It's going to be Brady or Rogers. I mean, which, is, so, which is a joke. Who is on the couch right now? Who just retired? <laughs> who is soon to retire? Who is about, soon to retire? Yeah, who's about summer? to go to a different team, even though he has an yeah. awesome situation right now? Come on. I mean, look, Cooper Cup has what? The most receiving yards in NFL history right now. I mean, I know we don't count postseason, but just he, in total. Yeah. I mean, he all won the triple beat. crown. He, he won, won the, the triple, triple crown. crown. First time since 05. You're Steve Smith, Devin. You're Steve I know. Smith. The last time the triple crown was won by a wide receiver. Look, there's absolutely no reason Cooper Cup shouldn't be the MVP. Uh, he's obviously the main reason that offense at least churns. I know we say Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, but we also know that this year Matt Stafford has been sometimes inconsistent. Uh, but Cooper Cup has been the one mainstay uh, in that offense. And he has been the one playmaker that has obviously played a huge difference with that. But anyways, to the game, um, you know, I, I've always said that, you know, you put, you put Matt Stafford anywhere else in his career, probably literally anywhere else, but the Browns and the man <laughs> would have, the man would have a ring by now. Probably. Uh, and you know, lo and behold, he gets traded to the Rams. I mean, I know it's a perfect situation and whatnot, but he gets traded to the Rams, and here we are. He makes it to the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I don't think that's coincidental. I think that's it's just not, a, it's not a, a speak on, on Matt Stafford's talent. I mean, as you guys said, he's been a top-ten quarterback in the league for, you know, 
pretty much since he ever came in. Uh, and, pretty much. Uh, you know, it, it's it's obviously a big thing for him. Uh, as far as the 49ers, you got to give him a lot of credit. I mean, uh, Jimmy they were G- an interception away. Tart should have yeah. had that pick. Yeah. It, the 49ers are that one team. Uh, yeah, even last year, even when they didn't have a quarterback, even the year before that, you're always like, they could pull these games out. Like, I feel like ever since Kyle Shanahan got there, even with, with freaking Nate Mullins, like they were Nick, actually, Nick come Nick, on. Sorry. Don't disrespect him. Don't disrespect <laughs> Nick Mullins. Come no, on like, now. I'm saying though, I'm saying even Nate with Nick Mullins, Mullins, Nate even Mullins. with, even with <laughs> Nick Mullins, these boys are still competitive. Like they were still coming down to the end of the wire with games. Uh, so I, I really think it speaks on to Kyle Shanahan, uh, what he's been able to do with the 49ers. Um, and, and let's all be honest, they probably shouldn't have been there, but they were. And No, they shouldn't have been uh, there. If Aaron Rodgers does his job, you know, they're, they're not there. Yeah, it, <laughs> they're going to be there next year. Uh, they're going to be there next year, at least in the playoffs. Uh, give me Trey Lance all the way, baby. Interesting. Yeah. Here, Interesting. I, here's, here's something I didn't say earlier. Uh, Fred Warner should have been ejected from this game. Absolutely. Absolutely. And miss me on him being better than Darius Leonard. It's Please. not close. It's Please. not close. Look, Fred Warner is good. He, he is an excellent linebacker. He's one of the best in the league, but he is not anywhere close to Darius Leonard. So please stop that. No. And, and, and if you go headbutt, guys, yeah, you should be ejected. Here's something, guys. Here's something. Here's something. I made a list here of possible trade destinations for Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Okay. First off, I want to know, is it fair to trade Jimmy Garoppolo? I say no. I say no. Well, no, and, and, and that's, that's what I was going to say. He, he got you to a Super Bowl. He almost won the damn thing. And he almost got you to a second one in three years. And you're going to trade right, hold the on, guy. Hold on. Backtrack real quick. They draft Trey Lance. He has a red shirt here, right? Tell me that Jimmy G is not basically the exact replica, uh, replica if less efficient, Alex Smith. Tell me that's not exactly what that's as soon as you said that, that's what popped into my head. It's before you accurate. said the name. Hey Voss, here's a take I had to Bryce at work the other day. Let's see if you agree with this. See if you agree with this. If Alex Smith is the quarterback in the Super Bowl against the Ravens, the 49ers win. Yes. I think it was a mistake they traded him. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Jim Harbaugh rejuvenated him, and I think uh, it was a mistake. To trade him, but uh, here's anyway, a, yeah. Let me hear this before I give my yeah. thoughts on the game. Here's some teams: Garoppolo trade destinations. Uh, the Vikings. Just yes or no? Yes or no? The Vikings. No, nah, I'm pass on that one. No. no, yeah. Okay, the Broncos. Absolutely. Okay, that's fair. The Colts. Yeah. No mm, pass. Colts need someone a little bit better. Yep. Saints. No, no, they paid Taysom way too in, much money. Still believe in Jameis. Okay. Buccaneers. They might consider that. No, I think they want a quarterback in Indianapolis named Carson Wentz. That's what I think. <laughs> okay, two more. Two more. The football team. I, I, no, 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 no. Why? You adri- No, you address them properly. The commanders. The commanders. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is that official? Is that, <laughs> that official? is official today. That yes. is official. It's yeah. official today. today. It is yeah. official today. Oh, I missed it among the races. Well, that's what happens when you wake up at one o'clock. That's what happens. You miss stuff. Well, also, when the NFL is called out on their racist allegations. Well, that's, yeah. So and then finally, you them. finally, Devin Voss is Carolina Panthers. Oh, <laughs> why did you get put that in there? You're wrong because for that Sam Donald's not the guy. You're wrong for that one. I don't want Jimmy G either. <laughs> oh, you, you don't like Jimmy PJ G's Walker? You don't like Sam PJ? Donald. You don't like PJ Walker? Come on, now. dude. I don't know what I want. XFL I, legend. I want to go. I want to go backwards. I love JC Horn, but I want to oh. go backwards. Draft draft a quarterback right from the gun. Still had <laughs> Justin Fields on the board. I'm Justin just, Fields should be a Viking. Uh, anyways, uh, you you forgot to mention the the Steelers. Uh, he's yes. not cut out for that. I don't uh, think he's yes. cut out for that. Ah, uh, yes. But anyways, um, back to the game. I, I 
San Francisco had a, a chance to close this out again. If, if uh, Jaquiski Tart reels in that that just gift that Matthew Stafford gave him uh, down in the middle of the field, just heaved it. I don't even know what he was throwing at, honestly. I, I have no idea. He just kind of just threw it and said, screw it. I think Cooper's down there somewhere. Um, we're talking about the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Maybe Jimmy G's not getting traded. Um, but um, I, as far as the Rams go, I mean, they, they <laughs> grinded out this game. I mean, Cooper Cub did what he did. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. had a great game. But let me tell you guys, you can miss me on Odell Beckham Jr. And, and him, you know, being so happy to make this. Uh, no, hold on. Let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> I'm you sorry. Forced, I'm still you, laughing at the Washington Commanders. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. That's fair. Um, if you want to see a funny video, Chase Young gave that name a F plus like two months ago <laughs> on a podcast. So that was pretty funny. Um, but Odell Beckham Jr. has forced his way out of two franchises. He whined and complained out of both of them. You, you schmuck up your Rams contract, you get signed and you want your entire salary in Bitcoin. Um, well, guess what, Odell? Uh, the price of Bitcoin went down pretty significantly, so you're not getting paid very much. So you're basically almost getting pay, uh, paid to play on this team for free and win a Super Bowl, and they may not re-sign you because they're probably going to have salary cap issues. So please miss me on Odell Beckham Jr. I think you're a great player, but miss me on the attitude and the drama that you bring with you. I agree. But, uh, massive props to Matthew Stafford. Very happy for the guy. Um, he gutted it out. Uh, your wife's still annoying. Um, sorry. Um, I'm glad that she recovered from, you know, her brain surgery, but dude, what is it? What is it with, with some of these wives, man? What, what is this? Brittany took her L Brittany, Brittany Jackson took his L as well. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Kelly, Kelly's been cool, man. But you know, when she gets disgruntled, she makes sure everybody knows it. She makes sure everybody knows. Yeah, she. Just be she, cool, man. She dealt an L to uh, the city of Detroit. Yeah, well. and then and then she had apologized for it. And she apologized and rightfully for it. so. Rightfully she so. for it. But also, your football team sucks. And <laughs> that as is soon true. as Matt Stafford goes to a halfway decent football team, he's in the Super Bowl. So. Oh, and and uh, apparently Eminem is leaving Detroit to come to LA to perform the Super Bowl halftime show. So uh, <laughs> big uh, big loser this weekend, the city of Detroit. Yes. Um, but guys, we've we've come to the final game of the season, the biggest one of them all. I expect to see some fireworks. At least that is my hope. Oh yeah. I hope to see a classic quarterback duel. Um, do I think it's going to be like Mahomes and Allen? No, I don't. Um, but I think it's going to be fun. So, Voss, tell me the keys to the game for each team, in your opinion, and then who you got winning. And I want to score. All right. All right. Um, well, uh yeah, I mean, I think the key for the Rams is uh, less turnovers. Um, I feel like they've been dealing with turnover issues throughout the entire playoffs. Uh, a lot of them bonehead, uh, you know, stuff that could have been prevented. Um, other than that, I mean, Matthew Stafford's obviously a, a good enough quarterback to to pretty much get the done over any defense, as he proved throughout the playoffs. So uh, the Bengals here shouldn't be like a huge issue by any means. Uh, great defense, just, you know, not stellar, great defense. Uh, but, but anyways, in, in terms of the game plan, I mean, get it to your guys, Cooper cup, uh, you know, burnt toast, Eli apples gonna, gonna suck. Uh, as he usually no, does. Come so. on, come on. Eli, uh, shut up, Bryce. Shut come up, on, Bryce. He sucks. I mean, he gets the game sitting interceptions. Un- you guys are both No, he, he doesn't. He unfortunate. Sucks. It is unfortunate for the Bengals, but Eli Apple will have to guard one of three pretty good receivers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not going to end well. Come on. But, uh, no. but, but seriously, it though, it, for the Bengals, I mean, it's just, I don't really know if there is a game plan. It's just keep the confidence, man. Like, just go just for have, it. Just yeah. go for it. You have all the confidence in the world. Uh, you got your boy who's who can lead you from... I mean, he's proven from any depth this this season. You, you guys can be down twenty one points to the freaking Chiefs twice, basically, and he can still come back and win. So, 
uh, just do your thing and, and do what got you there. I mean, that's really the only thing I could say. And, um, as far as a prediction, that's, that's, yeah, that's, let me hear it. I'm curious. That's the tough part. Um, you know, I think this is another one that's going to go right down to the wire. I, I don't think these playoffs are going to fail us now. I, I don't think there's going to be some type of mysterious blowout. I think this one's going to go right back down to the wire, just like all of these games have. All of these teams are completely, it's the most parody I think I've ever seen in the NFL right now. So um, I'm going to go Bengals. <laughs> Stay true Bengals. to the brand. Wow. I'm going to go Bengals 30 27. McPherson hits the game winning field goal. Wow. I like wow. it. So. Zach, before you give your takes and your prediction and score, you are my guess the line guy. Would uh, you care to take a stab at what the line is? Guess the line. Now, mind you, this is being played in the Rams, quote unquote, home stadium. Quote unquote, quote unquote, massive there. Um, I'm going to go... Rams minus three. Ooh, Rams four and a half. Four and a half. Wow. Four and a half. Wow. So not as high, not, not too, too high. I yeah. see why it would be four and a half. Sure. Um, but I, I think it's a decent line. Tickets as low as $4,251. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, Zach, give me your keys to the game prediction score. Keys to the game is pretty simple. Uh, the Bengals O-line is, it doesn't suck. It's very average. Uh, and the Rams, Rams D-line is elite. So I think it's going to be very hard for them to contain Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Leonard Floyd and those folks. I think it might be virtually Boy. impossible. Good point. Uh, Should have brought that up. It's going to be very impossible, I think. Yeah, we forget about that minor detail there, Devin. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Donald, who some people argue is the best player in the league, um, period. Um, but <sighs> Joe Burrow just took nine sacks the other week. <laughs> Joe Burrow took nine <laughs> and sacks. Still won, and still won. He, he took, still won. Still won. He took nine sacks against, uh, <laughs> who was it, uh, Teray and uh, – and, not Teray, uh, uh, not Teray. Who was it? It was Bud Dupree and a former Colt. I can't remember the Colt right now. Autry, Autry, Danico Autry, Jeffrey Simmons. I've had I've had too much wine. I couldn't remember. That's fair. That's uh, probably true. I am gonna say, give me the Rams. Give me the Rams just because of that factor. I think Matt Stafford is hungry. I don't think he is uh, willing to take another L. Uh, in the playoffs. So I'm going to say Rams. Give me the Rams. Let me think of a score here. I think it's going to be high scoring. Unlike the last Super Bowl the Rams were in. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Rams 31 to 27. I like it. I like it. That's the I mean, exact four point spread. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, Zach, Zach, will you be will you be visiting uh DraftKings or FanDuel for listen, this game? Listen, listen, I'll visit the I'll visit DraftKings uh shortly before the game. Uh see what kind of props any good kind of props there is. Some Cooper yeah, Cup yeah. props, some Cooper Cup props, some uh T Higgins, Jamar Chase props. It was fair. Go mixing props who we got. Uh, but yeah, I think it's fair to say I'll, I'll okay. be visiting. So here's kind of my thing for the Rams. I think it's simple. I, I think you need to, you need to force turnovers. Um, I mean, it's one thing to get sacks, but it, it's proven the Tennessee Bengals game, right? You can sack them all you want, but if you don't give your offense extra possessions, it, it may not matter. Uh, so I think, I think getting turnovers is going to be the key of the game for the Rams. Obviously, we know, Aaron Donald, we know Jalen Ramsey, what they're capable of. Um, and then for the Bengals, obviously it's to protect, protect Joe Burrow. But I think the biggest thing here is I think you got to get Joe Mixon involved. Uh, I think you got to get him involved early in the pass game and in the run game. Um, Joe Mixon's had a pretty quiet playoffs. You know, it's really been about Joe Burrow and that receiving core. Uh, I think Joe Mixon's going to be the X factor in this game. 
with that being said, I'm going to take the Rams myself. I'm going to say the score is going to be 35 to 30. Um, would I be upset if the Bengals won? Absolutely not. Hell no. I'm, I'm looking for this game. I have no, I have no dog in the fight. I don't have to root against Brady. I don't have to root against an evil franchise. Um, I just want a heck of a game. We're going to have Al Michaels. We're going to have Chris Collinsworth on the call. Life is, we don't have Troy Aikman who know who doesn't watch the games calling this game. Okay. Would I love, you know, Nance and Romo? Yeah, yes. absolutely. But, but I'll go with Michaels and Collinsworth. They're yeah. a solid duo. This is Al Michael Swan song, uh, which Vosh, you brought that up. I actually hadn't heard that, that this is going to be it. Um, so that very sucks, sad to man. see him go, but he's going to call an awesome game. Very much looking forward to this, this season finale of the NFL. Um, man, what a season. What a season. Here we are, mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, I appreciate you coming on. But first, we got to do some plugs. Uh, Zach, talk to me about cinema. Uh, we already foreshadowed our book of Boba Fett coming um, after this epic episode. So what else you got coming? Yep. Book of Boba Fett is coming uh, next week. Me and Bryce will be breaking down episode six, the penultimate episode in in the season one. Great, great, can- great. Uh, I'll just say it. Sorry, boss. Uh, Cad Bane. Cad Bane showing up in uh, in episode six of of Book of Fett. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, we're going to be talking about the last duel next week. Me and Bryce yes. watch that. Uh, the, the latest Ridley Scott movie, starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and and Adam Driver and Jodie Comer. So we're going to be talking about that next week. Um, so yeah, a lot of good stuff coming on cinema. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Caleb should be back next week. We'll be breaking down the Super Bowl um, and then uh, we'll move on to bigger and better things. And then, of course, we have um, Alex Spurs Power Hour. Uh, I know he's been going through teams. I don't remember which teams he's going through right now, um, but definitely give that a listen as the trade deadline and the all-star break is upon us. Again, guys, thank you for listening. Don't be afraid to rate and review. Thank you.